This is Pod Forsaken. Hey everyone, welcome to Pod Forsaken. I'm Rodney Altman. I'm Missy Levin. And I'm me, Chris. <laughs> that's that's me. Should we call you me throughout? Me. That <laughs> well, that comes too like Missy. So I think that'll be confusing. Missy. Missy. <laughs> Mr. Missy's. <laughs> yeah, you tell me to watch a movie and I watch it. <laughs> me <Okay>. see grabbers <laughs> for those who uh is your first time with pod forsaken we talk about lesser known horror films and we always do two segments first we talk about trailer of the week where we talk about the film we're going to review in the next episode and then we go into our main event uh which this week will be the irish film grabbers but before we do that we'll talk about trailer of the week which is lizard in a woman's skin am i saying that right you, yeah lizard lizard in woman's skin yeah. sorry what did i say lizard in a woman's skin it's a lizard in a woman's skin <laughs> i think it's lizard in a woman's mul- skin multiple lizards it's in <laughs> multiple women's skins <laughs> it's a bunch of lizards dressed up in a trench coat <laughs> yeah but if they're just children they're oh. children lizards stacked on top of each other in a trench coat oh, it's okay. a documentary about the uh the lizard people who are hiding out as senators in our government. Oh, you were ah. right, Rodney. It is a lizard in a woman's skin. <laughs> yeah, I thought I said it right. That just, it, it sounds way creepier. Well, <laughs> well, all right, hold on. Before we dive into that, I, I want to say, first of all, this episode is Missy's 50th episode as, co- as co-host with us. Yay. Can you believe it, guys? Dude, I cannot believe it. I can believe it. For for those who don't know, Chris and I did the show for like seven episodes without Missy, and then she joined. So it's it's our fifty seventh episode, and Missy's fiftieth. But it's almost like you didn't start till I joined, right? Yeah, no. I don't count the pre those early episodes. They uh, no, that they was... sound is good, and they, they're missing the magic of Missy. They're missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we had to we had to get our game up to get on the level with Missy. Is really what it yeah. is. Yeah, we, yeah. We 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 played the first couple for Missy and asked if she wanted to join. She said, "Fuck off!" Like you gotta get way better. <laughs> but way back then, I think the first time Missy came on, we asked her what movie she wanted to do, and she picked Lizard in a Woman's Skin. That's right. And I decided I didn't want to do that, and I, I picked something. <laughs> <laughs> and I. Uh, I, I picked something different, and uh, I, I promised her that we would eventually cover this film. I so, didn't think he was telling the truth, but... You know, it actually you, probably makes more sense. We probably we should have done that as our 50th. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we didn't think of it. Was. I didn't yeah. know it was my 50th until last night when you told me, so... Yeah, um, so in celebration of your 50th uh, anniversary with us, we'll do the film you want next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll change it. Well, and... Uh, if you want to select a movie again, you have to do another 49 episodes. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that's, I don't know about that. Big Especially ask. With, the movie, with the movies you pick, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, a, a lizard in a woman's skin. No, there's no A at the beginning. Yeah, there is. Yes, there is. Oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> I have it up now. And yeah, you were right from the beginning, Rodney. <laughs> uh, this is a Lucio Fulci movie. And I've, I've never seen it, but I just, the cover hooks me every time I see it. So I've always wanted to see it. It's a half woman, half lizard, as you might imagine. It's from 1973. And the music is by Ennio Morricone, our beloved, beloved uh, man. <laughs> beloved man. <laughs> beloved man? Are, are you from a Jollo? <laughs> 
it's a good film. Uh, 1973, Lizard. Good man is the music man. Lucio Fulci. Love him, we do. <laughs> yeah, Missy's actually dubbed over. <laughs> she was speaking like, in Italian, and we dubbed over her in English for the podcast. It, it is amazing how you fall apart just, just talking in normal, everyday English on this podcast, Missy. <laughs> Um, so wait, Ennio Morricone did the music for this one? Sure did. He did it for a lot of yeah. dolls. Well, I'm ex- so what was the one we watched that he did the music for? Uh, Bird with the Crystal Plumage? Uh, I think he did it for that one. He did a lot yeah. of a bunch of Argentos. So, I mean, you said it's from 1973. I don't know. Wikipedia says it was released in Italy in 1971. Maybe it took a couple years to get to the U.S. Oh, well. Um, Google says 1973 USA. Fair enough. So we'll, we'll talk all about these details next week. Yeah. But, when, um, when I was in Italy on my honeymoon, I sat in a seat that Ennio Morricone sat in before. It was like his seat in this like Italian like on restaurant. A bus? No, no, at a restaurant. And it was like a picture above it. And it was like, is his, his favorite seat in the restaurant? Oh. It was so cool. Best, best thing I ever saw in Italy. Wow. Wow. A seat, a chair. <laughs> so. Before the, 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 what was the best thing you did on your honeymoon? I sat in a chair. It was, it was amazing. It was, and I went to Argent, an Argento museum. I would hope so. Yeah, it what, was like, pretty rinky dinky, but I had a blast. There was like all these props in the basement of this place. Was it just some dude's house, and he it, like just has all the Argento tapes? Yeah, I mean it was off the beaten path for sure. Um, but it was like a little shop upstairs, and we bought the book. He he wrote a book about Argento, so I bought that book. And then in the basement, there was like props and then like some random like magnets and stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> man, you're really selling this place. Uh, my honeymoon was great. I sat in a chair and I saw magnets. I saw magnets in a guy's basement. It was good. Where'd I, you go? Oh, we were in Italy for two weeks. I ate Chinese food every night. <laughs> They have some of the most mediocre Chinese food, but I felt like if I just kept trying different restaurants, I'd find a great one. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. <laughs> I've been. But, okay, so I think most people know, but if not, Missy loves fucking Jalo movies. So for here's another reason. one. <laughs> for some reason. So we watched the trailer for a a lizard in a woman's skin. And I got to tell you, I don't know what the fuck this movie is about. It's like, tough to tell. I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I honestly don't know if it's about an actual like lizard woman or if that's just like you know fucking metaphor imagery yeah there is no way to know without watching like i i think it is metaphor i don't think she's actually going to be like a shape changer i think it's like you know she's a like a i don't know from 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 the from the trailer which is really trippy and it's like that yeah 1970s style trailer where it's like a descent into madness yeah he talks over every trailer do you know that guy like i love his voice every trailer yeah he's the trailer guy he's but not he's the old trailer guy not the new trailer guy he's the old trailer guy of horror movies i like every trailer he does that's fair i i don't i do not know who that is no he's very talented uh (laughs) (laughs) you know i i kind of actually don't know how many trailer guys there are like in my mind there's there's just i guess there's two but maybe there's like eight and they all kind of sound similar Mm. and speaking of why don't we have the trailer guy anymore like why don't even have like a new trailer yeah that's a question well that that's like a very 90s early 2000s artifact at this point like that was the last that was the heyday of it is that you had the guy Mm. like you needed 
I, th- I feel like we've like reached a point where everyone knows what every movie is about to a certain point that you don't need somebody to be like, they're in a world where a guy has a problem. Like, <laughs> it, it's fine. Just show me the show me the entire movie now as a trailer and I'll decide if I want to see it as a long form. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back in fashion eventually. Yeah. Like maybe as like we move into 90s nostalgia, right? Yeah. We'll start doing trailers like that again. Yeah. I just prefer I so. to having to to read the words on the screen, you know? I, we all know I how just... you feel about reading. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, like I watched the trailer for this movie. I, I have no no clue. It looks supernatural. It looks like there's a woman and yeah. like she's maybe involved in some kind of cult and like maybe she's accused of murdering someone. Yeah, like, it looks it, like it's... she like doesn't know if she murdered someone or not, but like she thinks she may have. And there's like it says like at the, it's definitely she thinks she's going crazy or something. And at the end it says like, if you think you might be schizophrenic, don't watch this movie. You see that like warning at the end? Oh, I didn't see that. No, I think we probably watched different trailers for it. Okay. You know, I watched the one minute one that on YouTube said it was the original. Yeah, at oh, the end of that I... one. At the, I watched both, but at the yeah. end of that one, it's, it was like a, it was like a fake warning. Yeah. Huh. I think it's just going to be a lot of really trippy imagery for sure. I know you like Lucio Fulci. Do you have a I favorite do. of his films Ooh, that you've seen? That's a good what so inter- what what it, I mean, let me ask you this while you ponder that what is hit like what differentiates him from argento i think he's a little more gory a lot of the time okay like a lot of his stuff i mean he's done a lot but i think it's like i think so it's like a this little is a slasher flick i don't know if this one is but I, I i that in my mind i think of his stuff as a little a little yeah a little gorier okay but like some of his stuff that's really famous i didn't really like like the beyond everyone loves that movie that I don't real I didn't really like it that much. I think maybe my favorite of his might be the New York Ripper. Which, I mean, oh, that's, that's a gory right. One. That is gory. Yeah, it's a little sleazier. His stuff is sleazier. I would say, yeah, not like no, a bad I'm... way, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for for Lizard next week because you're yeah. right. I I I I I guess I do like his stuff a little more, but I've only seen a couple. But you're right. They they do tend to have a little more gore to them. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough Argento at this point. Okay. Well, you haven't seen Phenomena, which I've always said I think will be your favorite. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll just keep, keep, you know, it's funny. I was talking with my wife last night about, like, she was, she loves Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she's like, you know, if you just, if you just watched more of it, you start to get into it. <laughs> and I was like, I've seen like 18 episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I've seen every Joss Whedon movie. You know what? I don't like Joss Whedon. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like it. You know so what? Like, you were right. You were right to not like Joss Whedon. <laughs> and she's like, I thank you, Chris, right? I think the only thing by him that I genuinely like is Speed, which I don't even know if he got credit for, but I know he did partially write that movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not really a Joss Whedon movie, you know? Right. Well, um, he's also in that milieu of writers that like every major movie he's probably done a draft on. That's true. And maybe he does have screen credit. So apologies to Joss Whedon if I'm wrong on that. But when, when I when I'm talking about like actual like Joss Whedon things with the stamp on them, you know, like mm-hmm. his Avengers films, all his series. I don't like Firefly. Like I just don't like. What's that. he doing now? He's in director. That's a very good question. Oh, for what? Oh. For uh, being a creepo. He is. Oh, that's right. I thought you meant for like Avengers two not making enough money. Yeah. No. Oh, I I, did, I missed that one. Okay. Oh yeah, there was the whole thing about him being like a false ally and like he was sleeping, he was cheating on his wife while he was working on Buffy. Oh. None of this is ringing a bell, but I remember there was some negative press about him. Well, feminism and claims of infidelity. Yeah. 
uh, I just want to make sure I'm not doing parody and uh, or or doing slander. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. parody or slander. Right? <laughs> well, it, it, you, if you say you're making a physical threat against somebody, you go, "I'm doing parody." Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill you, but I'm joking. Parody, but yeah. I am gonna do it. Like <laughs> start yeah. saying that to my husband when I threaten him. Okay. I, for the record, I don't know what's up with Joss Whedon. I can only comment that like I don't care for his art style, right? His way of making movies. And I'll tell you this. Dario Argento is way better than Joss Whedon. Thank right? you. Thank you. But I've I've also watched a lot of Dario Argento and like it's just not sticking. You know, like I'm just not like in <laughs> love with this. So you want me to watch like Jennifer Connelly's bug movie that he did? Like yes, I'll I watch do. that too. All okay, right. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> so I don't know. There's really not much else to say about this movie. We're doing it because Missy has stuck around for 50 episodes. <laughs> So yeah. we're, we're going to watch one more old Giallo film that might be stupid, might be awesome. Who knows? <laughs> it, it looks colorful know. and different. I, yeah. I'm excited I for that. I don't know, but it's a cool name, badass name, badass cover. And it might be the best yeah. Italian uh, title I've heard. That it's is very a really good. good title. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but yeah. You know, I don't know why like the U.S. didn't just start remaking Giallos. Like, they just seem like this massive market. They that, like, should. You could just scoop up and be like. Let's just fucking remake all these things, right? And you give them creepy titles and you just up the gore level. Like, why yeah. not? I mean, none of them have been remade. Like, there's, like, people that tried to do Suspiria. The same vibe. I guess they remade. They did re remake Suspiria. Yeah, but that's not a Jalo. That's true. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, there's all this debate on if it's a Jalo or not, you know? I don't like, think so. You know, based but, on the technical definitions, no. Well, I think the it's really hard to teach American actors Italian. Yeah. Well, no, because you, you have them. But they don't speak in Italian. You have them recorded in English, and then you just dub it over in Italian, Chris. Yeah, there you go. It's an American Jello. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're saying do the opposite? I think if you want to make it really authentic, you would hire American actors. You have them say the lines in English. Then you get Italian actors to dub it over in Italian, and then you put English subtitles in. Yep. Yeah, I'm that's good with the way that. to do it. That makes the most sense. <laughs> Works for me. All right. So again, uh, you know, ha happy 50th. Thank Missy. you guys. Thank you. And Thanks everyone for listening. It's been a pleasure having you uh, with us this long. Hope you've been having fun, but if not, you're under contract. So you can't, leave. <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to say you're having fun. I'm having fun. All right. Before we move into the main event, we have to do the part where we ask listeners to do us a, uh, do us a solid and, and subscribe and like us on Apple Podcasts. And you just have to go into Apple Podcasts on your phone, and you can see there's five stars, and you just give us five. Just give us five stars. Mm -hmm. um, it takes it takes less than 10 seconds. That would be a great present to me as my 50th episode present. Yeah, Missy, Missy's gone 50 episodes. Give me, throw me a her, bone here. Yeah, how, it, give her the five-star review. It doesn't have to be your Chris or I. Yeah, Missy's going to start a separate podcast Chris called or Missy. Review yeah. that as five stars. <laughs> <laughs> we could just briefly change the name of the podcast on the Apple Podcast Store, right, to Misi, Misi and yeah. then get all the reviews and then change it back to Pod for Sake. Not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea, right? I don't there's probably There's probably rules about that. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But um, also, you can always reach us at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at Podforsaken. And we're always looking to hear from fans. Uh, you know, tell us movies you want to watch and talk about with us or whatever. You know, uh, the usual shit. But, like, do it. <laughs> please. Please do it. 
Um, all right. This is going to be a short episode today. Let's just move on. Let's talk about Grabbers, yeah? Yeah. So I very much enjoyed this movie. This is a, uh, Chris, did you like this? Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. I liked it. I. It's not great. It's fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of like, uh, you know, I had it. It was enjoyable, but not not great. I think that's the best way to put it for me. Yeah, I was dying laughing. Like, really? You laughed a lot? I laughed a lot, but more in the first half. Like, this entire movie. I mean, it's not that. It's a a horror comedy. It's definitely comedy. And the first half, I just loved, which is less of the horror movie. The second movie is more the horror, even though it's not like scary horror. But I was dying laughing the whole first half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So a little, just a little background. Grabbers is from 2012. It's a, it's from Ireland and yeah, it's a horror comedy. It's sort of like, like Tremors meets Shaun of the Dead, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, With a little bit of aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, you mean aliens, the James Cameron movie? Yeah. Well, with all the uh, chest, with all the people getting stabbed through the chest and carried off into the darkness. I mean, all I mean is there are aliens, but like, I think like critters would be a better analogy, you know, yeah. like yeah. in terms of tone or whatever. Well, I, I read an interview with John Wright, the director, and he said his inspirations were gremlins, alien, I, tremors. I said gremlins to my husband when we were watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was one other that I don't remember. I think you, what were the other ones you said, Rodney? Critters. Critters. Maybe it was critters. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the first one, tremors. Yeah. Tremors was definitely one. So let's talk about like the the plot and the concept. Yeah, uh, it's the Aran Islands, which are these remote. They they feel remote. They're not that far off the coast of the west coast of Ireland. As small little islands, and basically a comet crashes, and these aliens that are essentially like squid eels or like octopus eels, I guess. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like tentacle monsters. Yeah, yeah, Hen- yeah. hentai creatures. Evil tentacle yeah. monsters. They're not. Yeah, they're not down to kick back and chill. <laughs> yeah, they they start attacking them, uh, the town, and they resolve that the only way that they're because they're like blood suckers. The only way that they'll be safe is if they're drunk because their blood then becomes poisonous to them. Yes, because the they movie. need water to survive. And yeah. So when you're drunk, less right. water in the body. And... Yep, that's that's the movie. Everything, that movie. everything that you imagine from that is what happens. Yeah, but yeah, I think for the most part, it was really good acting and really pretty scenery and i thought the special effects were pretty good yes yeah my my highest compliment is that the grabbers themselves looked really good yeah Yeah. and it looked like it was all cg and then a couple practical effects here and there yeah but but they looked good i mean for for an eight-year-old like low budget irish film i was impressed by this well it's not that low budget the internet says it's five million Fair enough. Fair, but still, like it's like a kind of an unheard of movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But you're right. It's that's not, not a low budget. It's like a low but, mid. But like, I think we can agree. We've seen like forty million dollars movies with really fucking bad CG, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why does that CG look so bad? You had more money, right? Yeah. yeah. It could just be a case of you know grabbers. I, like I would, I would. Part of me wants to say like they don't show a lot, but in the second half, you see a lot. Like there's, yeah. there's a lot of fucking alien in this movie. So. Yeah. Well, I, I think the highest marks for me were the cast was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, and the cinematography was phenomenal across the board. You know, I disagree with you, Chris, because really? one of my one of my there, how to put one of my complaints was with the cinematography. Interesting. Oh. And 
the the actual shots of like the let's call it the pretty Ireland shots were great, right? Mm-hmm. Like these really gorgeous like red sunsets and sweeping like I assume it was helicopter footage because I don't know you weren't able to shoot with drones in 2012, right? No, probably not. No, so like sweeping, you know, like you just see like this small island at night and it's gorgeous, but like the actual scenes felt like a little like overly lit, like everything was a little hot. Right. Mm. That's like, obviously you disagree, but like calling it phenomenal, Chris, like phenomenal is like fucking like 1917 or like hereditary. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was like hereditary. Did we watch hereditary? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not hereditary, but the the standout, the standout for me was the cinematography and the cast. Okay. For me, it was like from the minute it started, I, I literally was like, I don't care for the way this is shot. Mm. Not that like, not that anyone did a bad job. Like it's in focus. Right. It just felt like, there was no style to to the shooting. It just felt like every scene, like the sun was just too bright and it was like oversaturating the image. Hmm. But it could huh. be a, like, you know, it's like a it's like a preference thing. Right. I didn't notice one way or the other. <laughs> it didn't really use a lot of complicated camera movements. It doesn't really use depth of field well. Like it, it just didn't it didn't feel like it was cinematically telling the story. It was shot to me It's sort of like shot the way like men in black is shot right mm. it's just like this is all like you can see everything that's happening it's not shot confusingly but at no point was i like except for the shots of like like i said wide shots of ireland where like i would because I, I was in ireland a couple years ago and it was like beautiful and i loved it and i ache to return and so during those shots i'd be like god ireland is so fucking pretty mm-hmm. but anytime you'd be like in the police station or like in the bar i was like eh you know whatever i can i can follow yeah <laughs> yeah uh, well i guess i say that because this was the cinematographer's first feature so i found that very impressive yeah yeah i mean it's it's i'm not saying it was bad i just usually i'm the guy that really likes the cinematography in most of these movies and this one bugged me it just bugged me hmm. Uh, but I don't think most people would watch it and say, this is bad. Clearly you both liked it. So, but I will say the acting was, it was good. I, I feel like I like this one less than both of you. Interesting. <laughs> like, I'm so, I guess you really tend to not like comedy in your horror movies. I went in no, like none of my, none of my complaints about this movie are about the comedy. Cause like, I knew it, that's what it was. Yeah. You know? It's just sort of like, like, look, I thought the, the, so the two main characters are basically, a police officer, but in Ireland, police are called Garda. So like Garda Nolan, I think his name is. And he's um, he's basically like an alcoholic cop who it seems like he took this job on this small town island. To, like, to be clear, how many people live on this island? Like, it looks like maybe 60 people. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. very, it's very small. Did you visit maybe. the Aran Islands? No. Oh, they're crazy, man. We, we went, I, when I went about 10 years ago, we took a boat over there. And there is like the touristy, it's three islands. There's this touristy island that like, they have electricity, but like it hasn't changed in 300 years, pretty much. It's wow. like stone fences. It's like, it's very old. It seems like a snapshot in history. So I yeah. think this is one of the bigger islands where there's like more stuff is built up, but it it, it feels otherworldly. That's so cool. We, we definitely like went, you know, deep away from the city in on like mainland Ireland and like up into the hills and stuff. And it definitely felt like I was in like ancient times, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, like rolling hills and fallen like ruins and like, you know, mist everywhere and just sheep. It was cool. But no, we didn't actually go to any of the islands. But it's important to know that basically there it is a very small town. Um, and this guy's like, he's not, is he the sheriff or he's like, he's the, like second in command. I think there's only two of them. So 
the yeah. sheriff goes, is going on vacation for two weeks. Right. And so he has brought in a temp replacement who is this this woman named Lisa. Yeah. And Garda. so he's played by Richard Coyle. Who's so he's I thought he was the best part of this movie. Yeah. He uh he's uh the headmaster on Sabrina, the teenage witch, mm-hmm. you know? And he was on coupling. Oh. Yep, yeah. he was one of the yeah, exactly. And what's interesting about him is that he is so the entire cast and crew was Irish except him. And really? his Irish accent was so good that people on the crew was like, oh, he's Irish? I didn't know he's Irish. Oh and people my were gosh. like, oh, no, no, no. He's Welsh. He's not Welsh either. It's just because on Coupling, he played a Welsh guy. He's actually from Sheffield, but he's so good at accents that everyone thinks he's from somewhere else. That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, I thought he was Irish. Now. Yeah. I, I thought he was so funny in this. Like, he was cracking me up. But, ugh. Yeah, he's very charming, and I, I feel like the first time I noticed him was in Sabrina, which he's kind of dour in, so it was yeah. nice to see his breadth. He's very funny in Coupling. I've never really, I, I've, I guess I've seen a couple a couple Sabrinas, but I don't remember him being in it, but I guess I wouldn't have known I was looking for him, you know? Uh, and I've never seen Coupling, so he was kind of new to me. Uh, he was good, absolutely. Um, he He plays a, uh, I don't know what the term is I'm looking for, but he, he's like, he's definitely an alcoholic, but he is kind of charming and funny about it. Like, he's just like, look, I like to drink, you know? And like, he's always making quips about it. And so he's teamed up with his, his, the, the sheriff's replacement for these two weeks, who is this pretty police officer who is a, by the books, like, in fact, she says she's never even had a drink before. So she's never been drunk before. Does she? I thought she said she's never had a drink before. No, she just says I've never even been drunk before. Cause when they have to start, she, I think she, that's what, yeah, that's what she says. Hmm. So I would I would wager money that you are incorrect, but I can't prove it in this. I watched moment. it right before we started the podcast. So. Yeah, I know, but you've <laughs> you've pointed out that you don't always pay attention while you're watching. Uh, she hey! did say that. I believe she said that. Okay, Missy, can you can you tell me what happens in the first ten minutes of this movie? Uh, you know I don't like beginnings. But... <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the first thing that happens in this movie? You just watched uh, there's, it. They're on the boat. There's like these fishermen nope. on a boat. No, Before that. incorrect. Before that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true. Missy just doesn't pay I attention to the first No, I do. I try, but it takes a while to seep into my brain. I... <laughs> it opens with, do you remember a giant shot of the earth and like a blue meteor hurling toward it? Not a clue. What, <laughs> what? you're talking about. No. You are so confused where these aliens came from. <laughs> the movie like literally opens with the aliens oh arriving. Oh my gosh, what happened? And then, they, and, then happened? They, and then it cuts to the dudes on the boat. Wait, what happened with the earth? Where did they come from? Oh my a God. Comet. You just <gasps> watched it. I, don't I understand. told you, but I, I have a problem. The first why don't five you just to 10 watch... minutes of movies... Why don't, after 10 minutes, why don't you rewind the movie and start over? If I'm by myself, I do. But it's annoying for my husband to have to do that every time. (laughs) (laughs) The movie opens with, like, the shot of the earth, and you see a meteor hurtling down. And then it cuts to these, like, fishermen on a boat. And this giant fucking meteor, like, splashes down the ocean and, like, causes this giant wave. Does this ring a bell? The the fishermen on the boat, and then one of them dying. Is that nightmare? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like... You know, here's the thing. This movie is like, it's very by the books and it's not really, I think, I think Men in Black is another really good comparison. It's not trying to in any way imply that like there's actual danger or anything bad is going to happen. Like this is a, like, it's a fun time. The small town has to fight some aliens. Some people might die, but like, you kind of know they're probably going to come out on top. I'm not saying that they do, but that's the way it feels. Yeah. 
And um, and it it kind of like it's it really is just there to be like an easy breezy fun time of a movie and not so much of a like grip your seat and wonder how they're going to win kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it's assumed that it'll have a happy ending. Like basically it feels like someone said and by someone the writer, I think Kevin Lahane, I believe his name is. It feels like he said, um, you know, what about a monster movie where everyone's drunk the whole time? Like just drunk people fighting monsters. Well, it's funny. I read an interview with him and it came from he was in the Cook Islands and he was running around getting eaten by mosquitoes. And (laughs) he said, God, like basically people were telling him to eat this uh, marmot, which is like a yeast, German yeast spread that apparently like increases your vitamin B and makes you less delicious. So they'll leave you alone. And he was like, wouldn't it be better if I could avoid mosquitoes by being drunk? (laughs) And that's where it came from. And he started Googling if there had ever been a vampire movie about vampires eating Mm. drunk people and like vampire vampire drinks somebody and gets wasted. I love that idea. That kind of happens on what we do in the shadows on the TV show. They yeah, like but this was also eight years ago. Totally true. I'm not yeah. saying anyone copied. But I guess my point is that's my thing is it it feels like he started with the idea of like you said, he did. He was like, what about this? And I'll write the movie from this premise. So the premise is basically like, what if everyone's just drunk and that keeps them safe? But like that doesn't really come into the movie for like until halfway through. Yeah, yeah. I was kind and of then, annoyed I knew that, to be honest. I thought it was like going to be 10 minutes in, that would be pertinent, but it's kind of a twist. But it's yes. also how know, it's a, explained. Well, it's it's literally like 45 minutes in. It's the midpoint of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Right, but that's sort of the selling point of the movie. I right? know, that, yeah. I, did, I didn't love that. And in that same interview, he complained about it, that he, he doesn't like that that was the selling point because he wanted it to be a reveal. But I'm not going to go see just an Irish monster movie. That's the hook. And so I I, I agree with you, Rodney. I think by doing that, they kind of bury the lead because the movie's not centered around the thing that you were promised. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And and that's, I think, a difference between it's the problem with marketing. Right. Yeah, that's not his fault. Like, no. Yeah. He straight up made the movie and he wanted it to be halfway through. You're like, how are they going to fight these things? We have to all get drunk. Right. Yeah. But I think I mean, we can walk through the whole movie. But like part of my issue is that. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the aliens have become a big enough problem and are just like it it doesn't feel like they're reaching a point of oh my god we are fucked that we have to get drunk right it's like it's too slow up to that point in my opinion just getting started yeah like like I kind of want you know like like in gremlins you watch as the town is slowly taken over and it's only by like I I forget how far in the movie you are when like gremlins are fucking everywhere and they're just terrorizing the town and that's when, like, Billy, right? Isn't Billy the main character? He's like, we got to stop the gremlins, right? But in this movie, like, the threat, there's just sort of, like, one big alien and, like, a bunch of, like, kind of harmless baby ones. They're not harmless, but, like, sure. they're not that They're not that bad, you know? Like, right. look, people die in this movie, right? How Like, maybe, like, Three ten? or four? No, no, yeah, you're right, like, ten. But not, like, characters we know about. Like, a few characters we know and then some random people. Yeah, I think only one main character dies in the whole movie and everyone else is like you know not they're like you know they're technically have names but they're like side characters who have less than five minutes of screen time a piece right yeah uh it's like three fishermen on a boat in the beginning get killed and it's all like off screen so you're just like you know it's another thing where if you just saw this movie cold if your friend just took you to see grabbers there would be some mystery as to like ooh, what's killing these fishermen right yeah but like unfortunately the the cover of the movie yeah. shows a giant tentacle monster 
The preview shows the tentacle monsters. It tells you the plot about being alcohol that stops them. So like- Yeah, it was advertised all wrong. You're unfortunately sitting there and like so much of the first half of the movie is spent on, I wonder what's going on. And I'm sitting there like, I know what's going on because- You're just waiting for it to happen. You not even marketing reasons, but you showed the movie open with a meteor crashing into the ocean. So I know there's aliens that are killing people. Well, right? Not everyone might have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery for people who can't pay attention for the first five minutes. I feel like all of Missy's movies should like after the movie starts, there's just like that, like a 10 minute, you know, intro. You know, how like old movies like West Side Story just have like a giant opening musical suite. You know? Yes. <laughs> Should, yeah. That's what Missy needs. Just like <laughs> 10 minutes of fucking music and colors. Just ease to say me like, in. Yeah. Ease in. We're going to start telling you a story. Yeah. Are you ready? Or like a Hitchcock movie where it's like it pans across stuff for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let's talk about the main relationship, right? Like he, he gets his new partner, basically. And, you know, like right off the bat, their first case is basically a bunch of whales have like washed up dead on shore and they've all been like cut open. And so they go to the beach, and that's where we meet one of the other main characters who is, like, the local – he's, like – I guess he's a cop, but he's also a marine biologist. Yeah. Or is he just a marine biologist? I wasn't so, sure. He, I think he's just a marine bio. well, I think he's a marine biologist, but the our main guy calls him a marine psychologist. It was funny. <laughs> See, that's one of those things, like, I did not laugh at. But <laughs> I think, I think like, like I, I chuckled maybe, like, three times. Like, I, this movie was – I know it's trying to be funny, but it just wasn't that funny to me. But the marine biologist, he was the funniest part. Like, like they show up at the beach and there's like 18 dead whales, all these giant gashes in them. And the main cop is like, are they dead? And the marine biologist is like, no, they're just sleeping. Oh, yeah, that was funny. (laughs) Right after this, when the the main cop, he does that joke in the car, which doesn't translate the podcast, but he has his hands up in a claw and he's like, what's what's what's. Oh, yeah. And then he puts his claw hand down. He says, just a dead one of this. I, I'm not joking. I laughed for like 15 minutes. Matt, I <laughs> thought something was wrong with me. I couldn't. I mean, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, no. You're the exact opposite of his partner because she doesn't even get the joke. She's yeah. just like, I don't get it. But like, so like there, the movie is builds like a love story between these two characters. It's more of a romantic comedy than a horror yes. movie. Cause it, yeah. It's, it's it, a rom-com with tentacle monsters. Yeah. 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 But, like, I didn't really feel any chemistry between them. Like, I'm sorry. Like, maybe a little bit. But, like, yeah. it's it's like her first day on the island. And, like, they're basically like the odd couple. She's like, you're going to drink all day on the job? And he's like, I'm allowed to do whatever I want, essentially. I'm paraphrasing, right? Like, yeah. I'm the cop. You, you know, like, you're only here for two weeks, so leave me alone. And then, like, so there's only one bar in town. And this bar is also, I guess, the only hotel. And, like, you know, so, like, people, you know, it's like a, a pub in a pub in. I, I wish I had a funny joke here. A like a bed rub. and breakfast. A, yeah, it's like a pub and rub. I think pub that's something different. <laughs> Ew. So, but anyway, so she is staying upstairs and like, you know, the, the main cop is like there drinking at the bar and um, and like, you know, his his partner's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. I'll see you tomorrow. And the bartender is like, oh, she's got eyes for you. Like, you got to... <laughs> You gotta like go after her if you're if you if you feel anything in your heart, lad. You know, and I was like, for a moment, I thought it was a different character. I was like, hey, wait, is she talking about like the woman who just arrived like yesterday and is only here for two weeks? Like, what do you mean she's got eyes for you? And like, why why is she like 
head over heels with for this fucking cop that like is basically getting like an alcoholic on the dr- job right he's like quite like, mean to her he's being quite mean to her all day that's, yeah that's what i'm saying he's really mean to her and it the movie skips over a lot of the parts where like you see her and him like falling in love with each other it's just like it's like this girl just like has crushes on everyone it's it's almost like because he treats her badly she has a crush on I him i mean i think that's true for a lot well of this is coming out of the pickup uh, artist era so he was negging her yeah i guess that's what it was he just straight up was like you don't like it when i drink i'm gonna drink harder like uh, he, like tell me i don't have to, to do. impress you and she's like oh my god yeah. i'm in love with this man yeah. he's a wild also, horse like, i have to break him yeah there's like no, like he's the single guy in town and she's the single girl and like i don't think there's a lot of options so they're like oh a single girl came to town you better go yeah, get but her she's only there for 14 days well i think they're I mean? like, like, well, better than no girl there for no days yeah, Still no, more that's than valid. That town look, has normally. I'm not judging. Like, maybe she's just like, yo, I'm here for 14 days. Like, I want to get laid. I like this guy. He's cute. I don't care that he's an alcoholic. But she does seem to really care that he's an alcoholic, right? Like, that's that's such a big part of the movie, right? Yeah. Like, the first 45 minutes is like. But she finds out that he's not like, he didn't, you, he, like, in her mind, she has, he has a reason that he's an alcoholic. The, and he does have a reason. Yeah, but he wasn't always. Most an alcoholic. alcoholics have reasons that they're alcoholics. <laughs> but like, she thinks that it's temporary when she hears she the, the person at the bar lady tells her that he, the his person wife, at the bar lady. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, the bar owner's wife tells her that he's an alcoholic because he's a widow, and so she feels bad for him and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then that's just a fucking lie. Like, I, know, I don't get why. Always- like, I don't know, if you're trying to, like, help your friend get laid, you better take him aside and be like, just so you know, I told her that you have a dead wife. So yeah. keep that lie going. His wife, his wife, he later reveals his wife left him for another man. But, yeah, so it, she, like, falsely feels bad for him, and then it, then she still kind of feels bad for him, even when she finds out the real reason, I think. So she, like, forgives it more. I don't know. It's not super important, but I, I guess what, what what I felt was, like, if you want to make a romantic comedy, then you need to focus more on that part of the story. Otherwise, like, I don't need there to be a love story. You know what I mean? Like, this is a movie about, a, like, it, it, like a town fighting this alien invasion. Yep, I agree. I think the movie's trying to do too many things. That's yeah, fair. that's a good way to put it, Chris. But what, why don't we talk about, like, the, the uh, when, when do, what, what happens with the aliens? Like, they, they basically, you see a couple people get, like, dragged into the sea. And then there's, like, the first big scene at that, like, that couple's house. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, there's a person outside that you can't really tell, but he must have had, like, a grabber on him. He knocks on the door, and one of the people in the house comes out, and he gets, like, whipped up to the roof. Yeah, well, well the doorbell, there's, like, a knock at the door, and this dude opens his door and stand, it's like standing outside is a guy, but that guy is dead. And like the grabber is like holding him by the head and like dangling him like like a puppet, like lure, yep. you know, to, and he lures the guy outside. And that's when the grabber like shoots. It's like it has this long tongue that can like stab you and it like sucks him up under the roof. A proboscis. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Um, what what word fucking did you gross. Proboscis? Like uh, yeah. if, when a mosquito eats you? It's their proboscis. Oh, yeah. okay. It's gross. Yeah, it's and, like a fancy word for sharp tongue. And, and the, the thing, it basically eats everything besides their head. This creature. Yeah, well, creature. again, this is, you know, uh, there's so many things about the movie that are weird. Because, like, again, there is one giant, like, the mom alien. And this mom alien is, like, the size of, 
like a Mack truck. No, it's that's like the huge. dad alien. Yeah. What? There's only one. No, there's two. There's one in the lab that they've. The, they're one of the fishermen catches one of these grabbers in his fishing tackle yeah, the box town thing. drunk. No, that was that's the female, and the male is the yes. one that's trying to find the female the whole movie. So Correct. this drunk guy catches one of these grabbers, puts it in his bathtub, and it like it, it's hanging out at his house and he's at the bar and he tells the cop like oh i got i think i got one in my bathtub and basically the whole movie the other one is falling around its scent that's oh, the male somehow i somehow i missed that i just thought that like the one the guy caught was like one of the babies that's grown up a bit you know like a middle-aged no alien he, that's the one that was producing the eggs and the, the male is the one that was fertilizing them okay. they said well I don't think it is a major plot point, but okay. Yeah. The dude has one in his bathroom and he like beats it to death. And then this guy, this guy's pretty funny. He's like, let's call him the other town drunk. He's like the drunk who isn't a cop. He's the old man town drunk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's the best way to put it. Old man town drunk and then handsome drunk cop and then female not drunk cop. Those are the three main characters, right? Yeah. And marine biologists. So they, they take the grabber to the marine biologist he starts doing tests on it and like he basically determines that like when you whenever it gets wet you can see it's like cells start to regenerate so like there's a possibility that if you were to get it wet enough it would like it could come back to life mm-hmm. right and so that's when they they basically are like they, they're discovered that like a like a really big storm is coming and uh oh if the storm happens and the whole island is going to be you know wet and so these grabbers can go everywhere and they'll probably kill all everyone and I think that was the other joke I laughed at is like when the lady at the bar, the how did you put it? The the lady whose husband owns the bar. That's too that's too dramatically correct. We had a much better, you know, the the bar lady person. Yeah, I think that's how I said it first. <laughs> the yeah. lady of the bar. The lady of the bar. She uh she's like she's like the big storm's coming. And like uh one of the main characters, I think the cop is like, Oh, is that did you see a bunch of low flying seagulls? And she's like, No, I saw it on the news. <laughs> And I was like, oh, all right, good point. The whole point is that, uh uh-oh, the storm is coming. We have to figure out a plan. And when they're testing the the grabber in the lab that they found, that's when they realize alcoholic blood kills them. I don't even remember how they determined that. Um, They they were wondering how he killed them in the first place. He he attacks old man drunk, old drunk man. And And he survives. Yeah. So they were like, what have you been eating? What have you been eating and drinking last few days? He's like, oh, I had a banana and a bag of chips yesterday. And, but he's been drunk all day. So they kind of like put two and two together with like, it likes water. So it must not like being dry. And so the the blood has less water content in it and that like poisons it. Right. So 45 minutes in, we get the conceit of the movie. Right. And so their plan is basically like, hey, let's round up everyone in town. And tell them we're having a party at the bar at the pub and rub. <laughs> and oh, not a bat stick. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna have a party there, open bar, and we'll just get everyone drunk, right? But like this this is where the this is where I started having a lot of questions. Cause I was like, wait, what is what's going to like what is going to happen tomorrow morning that I don't understand? Like, what if it keeps raining, right? I know. Like, like yeah. your the whole the whole premise of the movie is 
what if everyone is drunk in this bar and they have to fight the monsters? But their plan, here's the thing. The plot of the movie isn't let's get drunk and go kill those fucking monsters, right? It's let's get drunk and just wait in this bar all night. And hide but like, in case they attack will be. Well, it's because they're cut off from the mainland by a storm. So they just want to wait out. The they night. call um, the people on the boats. Uh, what's the name of the people that like go up into the Coast, Coast Guard. Guard? They call the Coast Guard and they say, uh, call us back. So they said like, we can't send anyone out to help you tonight. Call us back tomorrow. So yeah, this is their okay. plan to survive the night until the morning when hopefully Coast Guard can come help and they could get more. So like, you know, the cop, like he, he like goes to the church where like the whole town is gathered for mass and he tells them like, yo, we're having a party to celebrate my new partner's arrival and open bar. And like, there was a part of me that was like, is it racist to portray like this? The idea that like everyone's not into it until you say it's an open bar and then like every Irish person is like, I'm in, like, let's go drink. It was okay. But it's also written and directed by Irish people. And so that's up to them, I guess. They, yeah. they know their, their people better. And I got to tell you, if, I guess if you live on a, in a town with 60 people and someone says open bar tonight, that is where everyone's going to be. Yeah, I don't think that's an Irish <laughs> thing. I think that's a human thing. I that's think true. so I, too. I would, I would I go. Went. Yeah. But the other problem here is that like, like what happened? What about there's like old women, right? Like someone at some point around like one or two a.m. is going to say, "I'm going home." What is your plan, right? Like, wouldn't it just make more sense to be like, "Hey, everyone, I'm the I'm the sheriff. You all know me. I need to show you this squid monster we found. It's going to kill you tonight if you don't come to the bar and drink with us," right? Like, I know that he's trying to not inspire panic, but his plan is really dumb. Yeah, his plan is going to have an end date for end time for when it's going to work. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I I agree with you. I I think that's one of the weaknesses of the movie is it feels like they set up false obstacles for themselves to complicate the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they um they 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 do a test run where they like they get the 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 female cop Lisa. I'm gonna call her Lisa. They get Lisa really drunk, right? And then they have her like do a, a breathalyzer, and she blows like point two, which is twenty percent alcohol in your blood. <laughs> That's like like. I'm pretty, I don't know if you would die at that point, but it feels like you would be dead. But and maybe she's never be dead. been drunk. <laughs> she's never been yeah. drunk in her life. And and I, I, I say she's never had a drink, but we'll solve that later. I, we sure will. Yeah. But, um, and then they're like, let's, then they basically have one of the grabbers they captured. Like they like take some of her blood and put it in a bowl and they have it like drink it to see if it'll die. But like, even their testing is weird because it's like, what if you don't have to get to 0.20, right? What if like 0.12 is enough yeah. to, to kill it? So why are, like, your plan is what everyone in town needs to get to 0.2? Like, like they're, I, they I get that the mo- to, They made her drink everything that the town old man drunk drank that right. night before. But like, it doesn't mean, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to drink that much. So they don't really do, I mean, again, I get it. Like, they're not all scientists. Like, maybe they don't know about the scientific method. But like, it just seems like that's a weird way to go about it. But then also, like, she drinks all these beers, and then she's like, that everything you had? And the old town drunk pulls out his bottle of, like, homemade hooch, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I had a little bit of this. This will put a little bit of hair on your chest, you know? <laughs> That's the worst Irish accent ever. And um, I thought it was great. <laughs> thank you, Chris. I have also been known on film sets to have people say, I wonder where he's from. <laughs> I, uh-huh. I think he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um they make a big, I guess what I'm getting at is they make a big point about this guy's homemade hooch, right? And how she has like a is sip of it. Is that a real it. word? Hooch? Hooch? 
Yeah. Oh, is this where we Missy learns a thing? Oh. We've reached the Missy learns a thing we, segment. We need a, uh, a sound effect for this. <laughs> yes. In every episode, Missy you is just guaranteed said the to word be like. Of the day. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Chris, would you like to explain hooch to Missy? A hooch. It, I it's it was like a slang for like moonshine, like yeah. liquor. Okay. Missy, I just I sometimes I feel like every other day you are like put in some like chamber with no sound or connection <laughs> to the outside world. And so 50% of all knowledge is just missing. Like, well, that was just... the first, like, 18 years of my life I was in that chamber. Well, yeah. Also, but... in Missy's defense, anytime people have brought up Hooch to her, it's been in the first five minutes of a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it comes from old Prohibition days, I believe. But I could be wrong about its origin. But Hooch is basically, like, homemade, very highly alcoholic alcohol. Okay. Cool. So that's like nothing to do with being like a hoochie mama. Well, that probably comes from it. Okay. I I definitely don't feel like I should touch this subject. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. I uh, I don't know where, it, but like, uh, you know, the dictionary defines hooch as alcoholic liquor, especially inferior or illicit whiskey. So cool. Okay. You know, I'm sure we could do a whole episode about why it's called that. So his he has his hooch, the old town drunk. And after she takes a shot of this, like, you know, it's like not even a shot. It's like half a shot. And it, it like clearly is what puts her over the edge. And one of the most enjoyable parts of the movie is from that point on watching her be drunk. Because she's she is very funny, I mm-hmm. will say, as like as like the drunkest person you've ever seen. <laughs> um, but the movie makes this whole point about like old man withers like hooch. <laughs> And I thought it would like, I don't I guess it comes back at the end, but it just didn't feel like it was important, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. Not as much as they were building it up. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, if everyone's going to be drunk, someone's got to be sober to like, you know, keep, keep thing, keep order. And our main character, the alcoholic, he's like, I'll do it. Like, I'll be sober all night and watch over all of you. And I was like, that, that also doesn't really make sense, right? Because like. It's random. It's it's a random choice. Like he he likes drinking. He, he like if there was ever a night for him to be drunk, it's tonight. Like he's probably like can do more things when he's drunk because he's used to being drunk. So maybe I don't know. All I know is like if we were all like tonight, monsters are coming, right? And they're gonna try to break in, and we're all gonna be drinking and partying. Who's the one sober person who will make sure we don't die? And it's the hardcore raging alcoholic who yeah. drinks all the time. I'd it's be like, no, it's got to be someone. It's got to be someone else. <laughs> yeah. But the movie also doesn't make a point of like him making this sacrifice or like like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really address the issues of alcoholism. You know what I mean? It's treated just sort of as like a funny gag. Like he likes to drink. He's always drunk. So like the moment where he says like, I'm going to do it, it doesn't feel like a big heavy moment. It's just like, I'm doing it. They're like, you sure? He's like, yeah, I got this. Don't worry. And then he's able to just stop drinking. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. I mean, I think, I think the big moments come too easy. Like when uh, she's drunk in the car and like gives her him her backstory the the female cop and then like like you said his choice to do that uh her choice to step up in the end it all just sort of like comes up and it's where it should be in the movie but there's something about the tone and the way it's treated it's it's just everything's a little too flip yeah and again that's i think that's a good way to put it like again the the movie's doing a very specific thing and like eh, when 
it's is, is it fun to watch drunk people some of the best scenes in the movie are just the drunk people partying in the pub before the monsters show up right. you know mm-hmm. like watching old ladies do shots and like the one guy is just pouring bottles in his mouth and like the the like priest is dancing trying to light the um they're trying to like light the flame the match to the flame and they're trying to like two people are trying to come together to light the match and it takes them like yes. 15 minutes <laughs> like one dude makes a um i i guess in ireland even cops don't have guns like i'm not familiar with the laws but like they're all like, we need weapons. And so they're like, I got a frying pan. I got like a, a nail gun, you know? And one of them comes with like a rolled magazine. <laughs> yeah. And one dude has like a super soaker and he's like filled it with gasoline. And he's like, I, he put a candle on the end. He's like, it's a homemade flamethrower. Does not work. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's it, even that scene is, it, I get that it's meant to be funny, but it's so dumb. It's like, it's yeah. pouring rain and the dude like, lights it, the part missy's talking about is like he he's like light light the uh candle and the drunk lady is like taking 10 minutes to like get her like lighter up to it and part of me was like just take it just you do it right like just take the lighter from her but then he runs outside in the pouring rain and obviously his candle goes out and immediately I'm like, I, I, like i know that he i guess i guess you can get so drunk that you forget that the rain will put out your flamethrower but it seems weird right it seems weird to like build a whole plot line about the flamethrower that never gets used. Yeah. 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 It felt like, like a lot of the moments that they built to, like you, one of you were saying that it, like they all came in the right part of the movie, but it felt a little anticlimactic every time we were in the moment. Yeah. Another thing that's really not, doesn't go anywhere is like, there seems to be like, like sexual chemistry between the female cop and the Marine biologist, right? Like, they are clearly flirting with each other. So, yeah. which makes me think that, yeah, she's just like, I'll, like, I'm going to fuck someone. Like, who's it going to be? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got two choices. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and, and, and it's implied that like the, the main character has like a problem with this because he's jealous, but the movie doesn't do anything with this. You know, it's just like, it's like two or three scenes where like they flirt for a moment and then the movie's back onto the, like, she's into him. But I was like, why even introduce this idea of like rivalry if it doesn't go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the movie also suffers from not having what I would call like the the asshole towns dude, right? Like someone in town who goes like, there ain't no grabbers. I ain't getting drunk. I don't believe you. You know, like mm. don't listen to this cop. So like everyone's just like a happy Irish person. Movies, you know, movies like they need that. They need a, a human yeah. antagonist. You need a heel. Who, exactly. Right. Um, am I? Like, even, like, like you know, Shaun of the Dead has, like, you know, that asshole boyfriend who's constantly saying, like, Shaun's wrong and he's an asshole, you know? Yeah, they don't even call, like, they don't even tell the mainland what's going on of, like, you gotta get over here. There's, like, aliens and there's, like, oh, nice prank. Yeah. Like, okay, what a prank call that was. Yeah, they never even try to call anyone. I mean, Missy, you say they called the, the Coast Guard. They I did, really, but the I Coast really... Guard, like, hangs up on them. Like, I don't think they would have done that. They're like, we need your help over here. And they're like, call back tomorrow. Like, they, it, they didn't even listen also, what what year is it supposed to be in the film? I think like, it's contemporary. But, like, no one has a cell phone. Well, That's don't. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, not one single cell phone at any point. But the movie doesn't ever say, like, this is 1993 or something. You know, like, it, it, if you don't have a year at the beginning of the movie, I have to assume it's present day. But why do these people in, in 2012 Ireland not have cell phones? You know, like, you could just take a picture of the grabber. You have a fucking dead one. And then, like send it to whoever right you call the chief and be like i know you're on vacation but like aliens have invaded the town what should i do (laughs) (laughs) please help 
it's it's all those little things that just kind of bug me. But again, like because the movie is not trying to be serious, I can let a lot of that go, right? It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just meant to be like, hey, fun. So you're really left with, is it fun to watch the aliens kill people, right? And I felt like that's a mixed bag. Mm. Yeah. It didn't kill enough people. And it didn't that's kill enough thing. people on camera. A good number of people are just like, you know, sucked off camera and then, you know, you just hear them scream and then they die. Maybe that's a result like, of, the budget, of the budget. Is it hard I, I don't to, know. to do that with the with this CG? I, I wouldn't think it would be that much more expensive to have like a tentacle monster like rip a dude's neck open or something, you know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, there there are some cheats like it, when you see the thing swallow him and then like it, just his head rolls out. Right. Yeah, it, it definitely eats a dude and spits his head out. Like yeah. that part was cool. Should we go into spoilers now? Yeah, yeah, we've so. been talking about this for a while. Like, I don't know if there's much to spoil. There's really right? not. I mean, most of the spoilers are just like what the point of the movie is, which yeah, like, yeah, aliens kill people. Like, yeah, like at this point, you you listener kind of know whether this is your kind of movie. You know, it's like it's a fun, lighthearted. PG, I mean, it's, I don't know, I guess it's rated R. Was it rated R? I don't know if it even had a rating. I didn't notice. If it were rated, if it were rated R, it would probably be because there's like a couple severed heads, but like, it is not a gory movie. It is not particularly violent. It's not very, there's no nudity. There's barely any swearing. It's isn't very it, like. Isn't it alcohol's on screen a certain amount of the time? It has to be R. Didn't you find that out from. Yeah. Truth well, or I, don't know that's, I don't know if it's screened here, so I don't think it. Yeah, so I don't know, like, because it's an Irish film, so I don't know if it ever got an yeah. MPA it, rating. It premiered at Sundance, but which oh. I have a theory about yeah. why it didn't perform as well, which we can go into. Okay. On IMDb, it says it's not rated. Yeah, oh, so it never okay. got a theatrical release here, so it never had to go through that. But, yeah, so, I mean, this was a, a – I, I enjoyed this. My my wife watched it, and I know she she's not on the podcast to speak for herself, but she was like – I think she – I wish I could remember what she said, but basically, like, that was enjoyable, but also kind of – like mediocre yeah. you know yeah it had problems but I, I i did like it i i liked some of the interplay with the drunk and the marine biologist and he's like they're called grabbers and he's like no we need a better name and he just finally gives in and he's like fine they're grabbers yeah, yeah. that was cute <laughs> yeah. yeah there there is a lot of like witty stuff that i guess it made me smile more than laugh out loud you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like that's still like that's still good comedy if you make me smile like at the end of the day, do I recommend this movie to people? I don't, right? right? Like, I'm not going to be, like, at a party and being like, what do you mean you haven't seen Grabbers? you got to see Grabbers immediately. You're missing out, right? But, like, if you're looking for a monster movie, you know, like, like my wife loves monster movies. And so this is right up her alley. If you're that type of person who's like, I like Tremors, I like Critters, give me, like, people versus a supernatural thing. You might enjoy this. this I like I like movies that end in an er sound. Tremors, critters, grabbers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I also I wish there was a drinking game you could do with the movie, but there isn't really. Just get really drunk and watch the movie. Like, yeah, no. that's true. That would be a great uh, addition to this movie. I guess like every time someone says grabbers, you could have a drink. You know, they say grabbers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I yeah. think it would be fun to watch with friends. It's like, it's really not a movie you even need like full attention on if you no, wanted to, true. if you wanted to. I did, but yeah. Well, except Besides for the first the five minutes. Besides, yeah. Well, I tried <laughs> for a lack of trying. Maybe you should take a, a note, a, like a little uh, notepad and pen in and treat it like a pop quiz. Okay. I could try that. It's a good note. So here's just a few stray thoughts. Wait, are we in spoilers? What's that? Are we in spoilers? Yes. Or are you just saying yes. It? Okay. 
I, Spoilers, everyone. I liked the abrupt payoff because there's this like love, sort of love jealousy triangle where it seems like uh, O'Shea, the female cop, likes the marine biologist and then Richard Coyle's character likes her. That he, when the marine biologist is drunk, he goes out and tries to like take a picture and like be friendly with it and he immediately gets killed. Yeah. I liked that. Because yeah. I feel like another I mean, movie would have done something different with it. Yeah. I wanted to see the thing even, try, like, because they are all drunk, so this thing won't, like, so they can hurt this creature, but that creature doesn't even try to drink his blood. The creature just throws him. Yeah. So I wish the creature at least tried to drink his blood first. Yeah. I guess the idea, it, 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 that's another, it's a, such a minor thing, but, like, I guess the creature is able to detect that it is poison, that the guy is too drunk, but then. I don't get why it's like all the offspring, which are like, they look more like giant slugs that like, you know, slither around. Yeah. Like how come they don't, how come they can't tell who's drunk, you know? Maybe right. it's a thing you develop as you get older. Okay. But, um, but I was like, oh, that guy must be safe because he's drunk. And then the thing just hits him with his tentacle and like, it, it like basically knocks him like a mile away. And yeah. All you, you never see what happens to him. It's implied think, that obviously yeah. he died. Yeah. So I did like the idea that, hey, it is, still coming even though like i just i guess my point is i don't know why it's coming to the bar since everyone is drunk you know what i mean mm. well uh, i get smells the female on them yeah so it's All just right. tracking that scent. i will say i love the way it moves it's like yeah it it's it, it's basically like this giant ball of tentacles and it rolls yeah it's like a, and yeah, then it's like, like a ball rolling yeah and then, like, when it gets to where it wants, it, like, kind of sits up and, like, its its center is, like, a giant round hole with teeth. And that's where its proboscis comes out. <laughs> but, uh, uh, go ahead, Chris. You talk. So, I don't know. I Oh, I, I meant to say earlier, like, I really, uh, the VFX is one of the other things that stood out, for sure. I read a whole interview with the VFX coordinator, and it was really interesting. He said that, like, basically, they did most of this in the compositing software Nuke which is kind of interesting because that means that it's all it's it's more of like a lo-fi version of it so like one of the they have frame by frame of like showing what the production photo looked like what the mesh of the monster looked like and then like the texturing and then the lighting which are the steps of uh creating it and you can once i saw that like i, I read this after i watched it obviously I was thinking back and I'm like, oh, that's actually one of the cannier things they did is there's not a lot of scenes with the stuff like moving laterally in a shot, turning around. So because you're pretty much just seeing it in a 2D space, that's why they could spend so much time and money to make mm -hmm. it look good without spending a shit ton of money to make it work in the scene. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, because the, the camera's not moving around it. Correct. So they're oh. pretty much just shooting it from one angle for most of the shots. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. Again, I was very impressed with that part, you know? I guess it's just like you, you watch a monster movie because you want to watch the monsters wreak havoc and kill people in cool ways. That's what it comes down to, yeah. right? And I didn't feel like that was happening in this movie. No, they didn't deliver on that. Like, they, we, we, everyone is killed off screen, mostly besides um, one of the guys, not not the priest, but someone else from the, the church that's like basically just decapitated on screen and then the marine biologist that's flung like a rag doll um but pretty much everyone else is killed off screen so we, we really don't get it yeah and so you know eventually like uh the little baby like grabbers which again aren't tentacle monsters like it's it's really unclear what their evolution is because they look like like i said like big slugs but anyway 
they like come into the bar and they start attacking. This is the and kind of gremlins of, vibe. When yes, like- exactly. But I was like, why don't you just all stand there and let them drink you, right? Like, just let them yeah. have a taste. Or I wanted because to see then everybody come down and fight them. Like, like, I thought their whole plan was let's get drunk and let's let the things feast on us and kill them, you know? Yeah, yeah that scene was missing. Maybe maybe that's the thing that the VFX would be too hard for that. I, I don't know. But but instead, they're like, let's go up to the let's upstairs, to like the attic area. And um, everyone's like huddled around. And they're like, what do we do? And that's when they come up with the plan. They're like, we can like we can lure the 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 dad grabber out to like this crane. And if we can get the crane to grab it, we can like hold it up in the air and just keep it there until like the rain stops and then it will just dry out and die in the sun. I guess that's their plan. Yeah. And so they're like, who should be in charge of like doing this? And they're like, how about the drunkest person here, the <laughs> the female cop? And I'm like, wait. She's gonna be the one in charge of driving the car. Not even from a like don't drunk, don't drink and drive. It's oh, I dangerous thought she had to go get people. the keys. That was her but, original yeah. task. But 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 like but why? Right? Go get the keys and then do what? Like she still has to go drive the car. Right. Yeah. It's not yeah. it's not discussed. I guess my point is like, what go, if if the if the sober guy is gonna drive, what difference does it make if he goes down to get the keys? Either way, he's still gotta go down to get in the car and drive. That's correct. It, right? That's correct, yeah. But but again, like it, it all falls under that. Just like, hey, we're just here to have fun. Exactly. So don't think about this too much, yeah. right? Like, I wish I could tell you about all the fucking cool shit that happens with the grabbers. But like, very few pe- people get grabbed, right? And, it, and like, again, like, yeah, one dude gets eaten and his head gets spit out. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But then, like, you know, they're like, we got to get out of here. And by this point, everyone in the bar knows about the grabbers. Obviously, they are no longer, you know, confused. What like a uh, main girl, main guy get in their their car and they go speeding down the road and the main grabber like follows them to this like rock quarry uh, where the final confrontation happens, you know. And like before she leaves, she sees the bottle of like old man whatever's hooch and she like again totally unclear why she takes it. Right in the moment, it looks like she's like I might want to get more drunk, so I'll take this. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess what I kept thinking is like the movie would imply that. It's not just any alcohol. It's this guy's crazy, you know, homemade hooch that's like killing. It's really the, strong, right? But like, that's not. I mean, it's such a weird fine line because that is the thing that eventually kills the alien, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like it. It's it's it could just be a big bottle of whiskey, you know? Yeah. Anyway, what happens at the end, Missy? Basically, the uh, the cop kind of is trying to get him down into the quarry, um, so we'll be able to trap him. And he gets he gets bit on the leg, manages to get away. When the female cop drives a tractor and like traps it, like she goes like so she's like vertical and she traps the grabber between the tractor and the ground and pulls him back up. And they think that they're safe. And then the tentacle monster kind of gets one of his tentacles around. Um, the main cop uh, stomach and, and pulls him down. And so he grabs the alcohol as he pulls him down and pours it into the, the alien's mouth. And she shoots him with a flare gun and blows him up. Yep. There you go. It's they, they double kill it. Um, which is weird because like they, I guess they set up that you can burn them earlier. Like the, I, the rules are not totally very clear, right? Like you can just like beat it to death with a broom if you want. But that's only a temporary death. That's like hurting it. It's like putting it into hibernation. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, it's like they 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 tag team him at the end. The guy kills it by pouring the hooch down its throat, and then she uses a flare gun to like ignite these barrels, and it blows up. And then like you know, uh, the sun comes up, the the rain goes away. It's a bright, lovely morning, and the two of them are like limping back. And uh, you know, he basically is like, "Hey, uh, 
you know, if you lived on this island, you'd be home by now. And she's like, well, maybe I'll stay a little while. And it's implied that like, you know, they're like an item now. They kiss. Mm-hmm. And then the camera like pans along the beach and you see that there's still some like grabber eggs in the sand. You know, end of movie. But it's, yeah, but they, they'll be able to deal with it. And will they? I think I they're think trying so. to set up a sequel. They definitely have a line. They have a line where she, he says, like, it'd be good to have you here because, like, who knows what's coming, right? Mm. Like, there's bigger threats coming. And she's like, you know, like, obviously she's like, I'll, I'll stay long enough to fuck you. I don't know. Like, she never <laughs> really gives an answer. But she's like, I... You know, I uh, it was you were the marine biologist, and he's dead now. So yeah, we should go back to the, the we should go back to the rub and tug, <laughs> <laughs> the pub and tug, the pub and tub. I feel I fucked it up. <laughs> oh, the Ruskies are coming. But it's it's like made to be a happy ending, and yeah, it's definitely a happy ending. But like, it's not like it's not like depressing. Like, oh, all the aliens are going to come and, and get them tomorrow. Like, no, it's it's just it's implied, implied they'll that, be like, fine. There will be more grabbers, right? But they'll be fine. Yes, I, I guess, you know, here, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, them being drunk didn't really help them. You know what I mean? Not like, as much as they were making it seem like it when it's, like, how the movie's marketed and, like, the hook of the movie. Right, because, like, whether they were drunk or not, the grabbers still came to the pub, right? And there's not really any scenes of them, like, trying to be attacked and then the alcohol working right like that was missing that that for sure that's what i'm saying right it's not like the grabbers come in and they start sucking their blood and then they fall over and start twitching and and dying and and you could like like, cheer and be like yeah oh their plan worked instead it's just like oh look everyone's drunk isn't that funny and like yeah there's the one part where the grabber you know flings the dude away instead of eating him but i think that's the only time you know it wasn't it wasn't enough no it's yeah, it seemed like they did like all this preparation set up without a payoff. It was just kind of random stuff happening. Yeah, like, and I guess it's just, just chaos. Um, it's just like I don't know it, that that kind of just it just kind of bugged me. And and like again, I wish I had just seen the movie blind and I didn't know that was going to be a part of it. But that is the marketing. That's what they tell you, you know. Yeah. So you spend the first half of the movie waiting for that to happen, and then you're waiting. Then you're waiting for the payoff because you've known all about it, and then you don't get the payoff. You know, let me let me put it let me put it this way. I didn't feel like, and maybe I said this earlier, but like in the first half of the movie, I didn't have that feeling of like, you people are so fucked. How are you ever going to deal with this? Right? Mm-hmm. Because like the again, the dad alien, I totally get it. That thing is huge, right? That is a problem. But like, I also felt like you could just call the army and they they'll gun that thing down. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's like the equivalent of having like a really giant bear rampaging around, right? <laughs> All the other ones didn't feel like it just didn't feel like people are like fucked you know it's like yeah some people have died this is bad but like really you just have to like make a phone call tomorrow and get on a boat and leave the island and you know what i mean the movie's missing a part where they say like don't you get it it's gonna lay a thousand eggs in the ocean and like you gotta we gotta kill it before sunrise right Mm -hmm. to save the world like it doesn't have that um it doesn't have a sense of hopelessness we're like oh my god things are getting worse and worse our idea didn't work right what are we gonna do it just sort of flat lines right it it sort of just leans into the joke of it and then they're like oh i guess we gotta end the movie now so we kill it yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly exactly but again i'm not i don't think it's a it's not a bad movie i i've said it six times now i enjoyed it it's funny if you see it you'll probably enjoy it too it's charming charming it's charming enough that you forgive most of this even though it's all true right um and again i i feel like 
more people who work in in Hollywood should watch it just to be like, oh, look, look at the kind of CG you can get, you know, for $5 million. Like, mm-hmm. it, it really blew my mind how good they look. It was for sure better CG than a lot of the more big budget movies I've seen. Absolutely. I have seen fucking movies from Warner Brothers that I'm like, how come that looks so fake? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, things in, like in a, like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Like, the grabbers look better than some of the things in that movie. Hmm. So I guess I want to talk about why did this movie not do well? Because it only came out in England and then it only came out and it did half a million dollars on a five million dollar budget. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Now I think it's gotten a little bit of a cult following, so maybe it's done better. But it it just is very surprising to me because I think I just feel like it would have done better than this. But maybe it's everything we talked about that it's just like it's good. But like. Would I spend money to go to a theater to see this? Probably not. I would. I feel like I would. I mean, there's it's like better than like the random studio horror movies that come out here. I, I mean, I can't tell you because I didn't. It's not like this came out and I made a decision, right? Like if I saw the trailer for this, yeah, I'd probably go. Like, it, you know what it also made me think? It kind of made me think of that. That I don't know if you remember this. A number of years ago, there was like this kind of there was like a David Duchovny movie called Evolution. Yes, kind of like, I was thinking of that, too. Yes. So that's what this is like. You know, it's like it's it's clearly a comedy first and foremost. And so I was thinking of Evolution. I remember seeing the trailer for that. And I remember being like, eh, I'll go see that. And then I was like, eh, I can barely remember it. It was disappointing. You know, <laughs> that's sort of how I feel, felt about this. Like, would I go see it? Probably. You, you probably win me over with the trailer because. Because for eight years, it's been on my list, and I finally was like, let's watch it, right? So, but why did people not respond to it? I don't know, because clearly word of mouth was not very strong, you know? Right. But I I feel like I heard about it through word of mouth. That's, well, that's a valid point. I I don't know. Well, because I think it got more of a cult following. Now, why I have a theory or an idea of why it did not do well at Sundance, where it premiered. Why? Because the other thing that premiered that year at Sundance was VHS. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. They're so different. Right. But like if you are premiering in the same part of the the festival, that's going to be the thing that is buzzing. That's valid. Yes. Everyone's going to be talking about VHS. I guess like all all I'm saying is Grabbers does a lot of things good, but nothing great. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing about like when you watch Shaun of the Dead, at least again, I know this is like one of the best horror comedies, but when I watch Shaun of the Dead, I like can't stop laughing it's fucking hilarious yeah, yeah. and grabbers right. is not fucking hilarious it's it's cute you know yep. it's amusing i think it and, was funnier than you thought it was but it's nothing compared to Shaun of the dead yeah yeah and it's not you know again it's not totally fair to compare one to the other but like if you said if, like, if the question is tell me what does grabbers do that is exceptionally awesome there's nothing i can tell you right uh, the vfx I, on that budget <laughs> Yes. Yeah. What the VFX compared to the amount of money they had is exceptionally awesome. But I don't want to say that, you know, the VFX are exceptionally awesome full stop. They are very good. You know, there weren't parts where I was like, oh, my God, they must have found a giant tentacle monster because that's definitely not CG. Right. Like that's (laughs) exceptionally good. Like exceptionally good is like the CG in like where the wild things are. Where you are like, are those fucking real monsters? I don't know what I'm looking at. Right. (laughs) I clearly am looking at a giant tentacle CG monster in this movie, but they got the lighting and the texture right. So it's like, I'm like, at least it looks like it's in the scene, you know? Mm-hmm. But you're right, Missy. Like, there is word of mouth in that, like, people keep, again, it's not like I have 
really talked to anyone in the past eight years who have brought up grabbers. But like, I think it was brought up one time on like some other podcast when it came out. And I was like, I like the idea that people have to be drunk to fight yeah. the monster. And so I put it on my list and then never really watched it. There it until, sat. And there it sat. <laughs> um, until I became part of the Podforsaken, you know, lineup. I think the um, acting is kind of superb, I would say. Superb? As well. Like yeah, you would you would what? you would be like th- which which performance was superb? The male pop. You really it's superb? Wow, all right. I mean, if you did, you did. Like And the, the town like, drunk. The two of them. Well, in fairness, Missy's gauge of whether acting is superb is whether or not the crew thinks that the person's Irish. <laughs> His he had an Irish accent, so it was superb acting, you know? Like like I'm superb acting is like Tony Collette in Hereditary, you know what I mean? Like when that guy tells the story. I'm sorry, in Grabbers, when the cop tells the story about how his wife left him, I did not I did not sit there and go like, oh my God, like this guy is feeling the emotions of the scene. Like he's reliving every hurt that was given to him by his wife. No, I'm like, that's a guy saying lines, you know what I mean? Like it's like barely a story. Yeah, I, yeah, but that's, that's not his fault. No, no. I mean, he's saying the lines that were written. I'm just, I'm like, like, look, again, that's, it's all opinion. Missy, if you said Grabbers is a 10 out of 10 and it's exceptional and it's fucking amazing, well, we would kick you off the podcast, but <laughs> it would, it would absolutely be your right to do so and feel that way, you know? Yeah. So if you feel that the, the main guy was an exceptional actor, then okay. I, if you, if you're looking for a, well, if you're looking like for a some, 10, but like, I think he's like, I think yeah, he, that, I think the acting is like an eight out of 10. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd say seven or eight. I'm, I'm close to you. I don't know. We don't have to talk about this at length, but uh, I just, I, I'm not recommending people watch this, right? Like there are so many other things you can watch. If you're looking for a monster movie, I, you know, Chris's recommendation of the, of uh, the ritual, that's probably a way better way to go. But like, if you just are looking for a, uh, for like a smiley good time and something, something easy that you don't really have to pay attention to, then yeah, this, this fills that criteria. Yeah. If you ever thought, I wanted a rom-com where somebody gets decapitated. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good I was, to me. I was trying to, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, is there anything else either of you would like to say about No, it's a, it's, a, it's a very cute movie. It's, it's uh, yeah, I think it's like pretty solid, but it's, it's, it's not amazing. But I think it's worth watching. I recommend it overall. I enjoyed it. I think it's a good way to spend your time. Okay. And Chris? Yeah. It's good. I mean, I think if you like this type of fare, you might like it based off of what we said. If if it sounds like it's up your alley, it's probably up your alley. But for the average horror viewer, not a bad chance in hell. Yeah, <laughs> I think well, I think I think you said that very well. Missy, how do you how do you feel your 50th episode has gone? Are you happy with with the performance? Oh, uh, well, I'm glad I learned a new word. That's always exciting. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> makes it feel special. I mean, I think it would have been better if maybe one of you guys hated it. That's always fun. When you guys really hate something. Yeah, it, it is better. And like, you know, no, there's nothing to hate here. Like, I don't know. You'd have to, you'd have to be really, I think if you hate grabbers, you might be depressed and you, it's probably worth yeah. talking to a doctor. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> it'd be very hard to hate this movie. It, it's, it's, it's very pleasant and uplifting. Like it's like you are in such, if you watch this movie and you're like, fuck these people, then like <laughs> you're, you're in a dark place, man. Yeah. <laughs> You need some help, bud. <laughs> in fact, is a it's an uplifting movie. You know, like if you're having a bad day and you're like, man, I just kind of need to make something make me smile. 
maybe grabbers that's when you watch grabbers right yeah it's it's it will make you feel better that's when you for that's sure. what it's for yes but i don't know we've talked about it at length i feel like anymore is uh testing the patience of all of our listeners <laughs> so i uh i'm gonna say let's close it out next week we are doing uh a lizard in a woman's skin if rodney doesn't cancel it that's true i i might i'm gonna think about it maybe i'll fucking cancel it because it looks so weird um but no that gives you a week to watch that movie if you want to come hear us talk about it i again i have no idea what i'm about to watch so i'm excited about that cool i can't wait thanks for doing 50 episodes with me guys yeah thanks for thanks for sticking around looking forward to thanks for bearing with us i look forward to celebrating 100 with you and your Whatever, your hundredth and eighth episode, yeah. which will be a hundred for you. The, and so the slashy bird laughs at midnight or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think of what movie you want to do fifty episodes from now. Great title. Yeah. Maybe they'll make that movie by then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're staying safe and sane, and uh we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and share this episode, that'd be great. If you want to share your feedback with us, we can be reached at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah!